Good morning, loves. It is officially the first episode of Earthwalk with KV, and I'm so incredibly excited. Um, I actually just woke up and rolled out of bed and was like, let's do this. So one thing, too, you'll get to hear a lot of the tones that I have with my voice because I can reach every tone. But uh, definitely at night, it gets really deep. And since I'm just waking up, it'll probably be deeper. But I'm sure it'll start getting higher as we go through the show. So let's see. Uh, you know, just like with the... I haven't really given much thought as to what I'm going to do with these, um, how they're going to go about. I've been thinking of topics for weeks, but um, I really wanted to allow the same energy of when I started the videos and with my writing, how I have no idea what I'm even going to talk about. But when I open up that platform and say, okay, I'm going to do this, it just seems like my body just ripples out all the things that need to be said. So I really wanted to hold steady with that intention of I don't want to prepare ahead of time. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, get too much like it's going to go like this and then it's going to go like that and then it's going to go like this because me being the free spirit I am, I do kind of like to have no boundaries with this and just see how it comes about. So I guess since we probably will have new people here now who haven't been following me on, on my website, Aquarius Nation, and um, with a lot of the posts that I put on Facebook, but basically, um, you know, everything in my life that I'm always kind of talking about right now goes back to 1999 to 2001 when I just had a really huge shift in my life that opened me to wanting to give back more in the form of um, providing support and empowerment through um, kind of facing the darker things that we have to in life. And I just had someone who put the words of sham shamanic to it. And I've had a lot of people say that, but I've never really thought that because I don't really think of myself as pursuing that path. But when I really do kind of stop and sit, it's like, and think about it I'm like well yeah that's exactly you know kind of having more of a positive perspective from no matter what has happened in our lives and having that utter faith that there's something to everything and you know even that we don't really know why something has happened but there is a reason to it so you know um, you know back then 14 15 years ago I started to write uh, the astrological birth chart book information um, and at the same time I was shown all these new things that I was going to be doing and one of them was with having this radio station and being that I have a Mercury in Pisces in the third house I I actually don't have a really good memory bank for things so to think that I would be a DJ and like whipping out music is was not even a possibility so I was always like, how do I do that? How would I be a DJ? I could never do anything that's traditional or um, a traditional kind of avenue for that. But back then, there weren't podcasts on the scene. So this is kind of, this was, a, that was a newer thing that I hadn't even heard of. So I kind of knew I'd be doing this, but I set it aside and just, you know, thought, yeah, yeah, that's something I want to do, but maybe I'm not really supposed to do it in this lifetime. But even more so, it started ever since I was a little kid because I always had a lot of time to be alone and a lot of time to be out in nature. So 
when I was out there, I would always be talking. And um, I guess people could say that I was talking to imaginary friends, you know, if they couldn't really handle what was really happening. But I've always had this thing, especially when I'm out in solitude kind of situations words just flow out of me and it's almost like I'm having a discussion with a guide or with a higher vibrating being because it's full-on discussions but it's not like psychotic (laughs) you know kind of thing but um it's not like I'm having conversations with myself. It's more just that <laughs> things come out of me and I'm almost like hearing them for the first time a lot of times when they do. But um, I would even too, when I was younger, I always, I, I don't really do this anymore, but I, I would have to be sitting in front of a mirror. And um, it wasn't that I sat in front of the mirror and was watching myself. I would normally be, I was always either drawing or writing. One of the two was always happening. So I would just be doing this and something about having that reflection, barely seeing that. I don't know if it was something that just made me not feel alone. Um, But I would also just like talk, 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 talk. And it's gotten even stronger with where I live now in New Mexico because I can just walk out the house and I'm on trails. And when I'm out there, I mean, it's so comical because you, you, if, you, if you're even close to me, I mean, there's normally nobody out there because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But I'm just like talking up a storm and everything I say like in the videos comes out and <laughs> all the topics that I want to talk about in, um, in, in these podcasts come out. So I'm always just like, and then this, and then we're supposed to, I mean, it just comes out as full on you know, um, topics in, and a lot of times, you know, most of the times things that I don't really know, kind of that I'm getting right then and there when I first talk about them. So it's kind of an exciting thing like that. So that's what really brought me to wanting to do these podcasts was that I really do enjoy this piecework kind of talking about things. And at the same time, with the last Mercury retrograde cycle, which is really interesting because today, the first day I want to start these is the day that we're officially out of all the shadow. We are officially at where Mercury was when it went retrograde um, a couple months ago. So we are officially at that point of being able to have the whole picture to move forward with in regards to what we had to go back and consider. And one of the things that I had to, that I came up with um, when we were in Mercury retrograde was that, you know, um, I have to make the attempts to be more of a daily um, influence on people with just sharing little bits and pieces of something that they can then take into their day and have their day go in a a little bit of a different way Um, and and a little bit more of a in a shamanic way a little bit more into a seeing things from a higher perspective seeing from the eagle vision way and when it came to me it was so exciting like yes this is what I'm supposed to do and you know in these we're going to talk a lot about the narrowing down really narrowing down what you're really good at and what can really make the biggest impacts because all of us in some way or another are figuring out what thing we really love to do what thing really comes so effortlessly to us and also what 
can really be a unique kind of contribution to make. So that's the enormous energy of what's going on so much in our lives right now. And what better time right now than to start these podcasts where, you know, first I'm going to talk about the astrology and the energy of what's going on. And then it's going to go into just a topic of the time. And um, my topic actually is going to be with the the Rufus hummingbirds who have come to town and I'm even in a room where they could possibly picked up be picked up by the microphone um, just because I wanted to kind of share what this energy is about and have you actually even feel it (laughs) it's not going on as crazy right now but for the most part it's been crazy energy around here from those guys but so first off today with the energy of the today today is going to go in like what they what do they say with the march goes in with a lamb out like a lion or something like that um this is definitely going to have the flavor of that kind of thing where whatever happens in the beginning part um very well may turn into a totally different thing by the end of the day so there's lots of room for um kind of some chaos kind of some confusion And also everything that comes to you is going to be something that kind of rocks your boat in a way, in a good way or a bad way. So it can be something that just like moves you in a way that you're like, yeah, I can do this. Now I know. Or it can be something that's like, oh my gosh, this is the worst news I could hear. (laughs) And, um, And it's all destiny related. So it's all something that is kind of aligning you to a different path. And I got that this morning. I got the worst news I could ever get first thing this morning. And it's with this girl who's, you know, she was one of the first people I met when I moved to Santa Fe from Oakland. And um, I just loved her instantly. And the coolest girl, this little, like, ballsy little Italian sassafras who has, like, a heart of gold. But you know, can come off as like, da, 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 which I really do like that energy in people. I like the forthrightness, but then heart of gold. <laughs> you know, I like the fire with the, with the water. I think fire with water is great. But so I just got word that she's going to be leaving town and I knew it anyway, but it got put on hold. And so that was my news today that was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to see you go. It's like, it's really, it's kind of affects my footing because this is somebody that I've always thought of as, well, she makes Santa Fe make sense to me, is kind of how I put it, (laughs) because I've wondered why I was here a lot, and, but this girl made it make sense, and now she's leaving, so, I mean, I think, you know, having the eagle vision, I will see soon what that means about my own um, existence here in this area of the earth, but so, you know, something's going to happen that's going to be kind of emotional. You know, it can be kind of something that you just don't even want to face, don't even want to have to deal with. It's definitely going to hit your emotions. It's going to hit you to the core. But again, understand that it is aligning with your soul's path. So it is something that is occurring for a very good reason and something that's going to kind of mm, like bumper car things kind of guide you towards another path kind of nudge you towards another path another way of thinking about something 
So, but it is going to hit to the core and it is going to hit your heart and it can feel, you know, it can also be overwhelmingly, oh my gosh, like in the highest point of this is the most beautiful thing ever, you know, so uh, definitely be open for uh, how it's going to express is, um, you know, can be, you know, very emotional um, um, in a good way or a bad way. So. Um, the moon is actually going to start today. Sorry, I'm having to like push my cat away. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. Don't step on the computer. Um, he's all like, what's going on? I'm so fascinated. So today the moon is going to be starting at about 19 to 20 degrees Pisces. Um, and then it's going to, by the end of the day, we're going to be moving into zero degrees Aries. And, um, um, when it does at the end of the day, it's going to be making a trine to Jupiter. And the big news of today, not only that Mercury is back to that point of, okay, we've learned what we've, we've, were intended to learn. And now it's like move forward on these new things, these new decisions, these new paths. Um, and then Jupiter too is just moving into Leo. And this one is, you know, it's so beautiful. Like, you know, understanding astrology, and I, I look so forward to teaching you more about it so that it can be a day-to-day um, living experience, kind of like how you go to weather.com to see what the weather is going to be like. You know, um, astrology is something that is shifting into mainstream currently, and it's kind of taking it away from having there be this hierarchy of um, I am the wisdom holder and you are all kind of beneath me. Um, And I remember when I first wrote the birth chart book information, that was the big thing that came through me was that this needed to be shared in a way so that everybody could also learn from it, not just tell them, you know, one, two, three, four, five, all these things about yourself, but that, you know, this is how this is going to plant seeds that actually uh, inspires people to want to understand astrology in a simple way um, so that it's not so complex because one thing I'll talk about so much the deeper you go into astrology the less it makes sense the less it is valuable the more you're actually not living life and keeping your head in a book and um trying to figure out all these like I actually went into that crazy space that that a lot of people can go into with astrology and I delved so deeply that then I realized none of it really made sense anymore and I actually was turned off by astrology for a couple years Um, so there is too far to go with it but the surface there's a there's a really a nice light easy to understand (laughs) top layer of astrology that everybody is eventually going to know and we won't probably even have as many people who are guiding people with astrology because we're all going to kind of know it I think like the only ways you'll really go for astrology is when you really have a big issue and you'll go to somebody that you really trust and value for a reading or you'll just go to things like this that kind of um, help you remember what's going on so that you then can like go off and live your day in this different way and and still just kind of but but get it not be like oh high and mighty one thank you for delivering this 
masterful message, you know, instead, it's going to be like, Oh, yeah, I know that, you know, you'll listen to it as confirmation. And that's kind of my point is kind of bring this bridge to bringing astrology into the mainstream, which is already happening now. And it's just going to be where all of us know so much about it, so that we can um, live our life through understanding the timings of yes, this is a great time to have this conversation with somebody. Um, no, this is another time where I need to go into the moon lodge and I don't want to be around anybody and I need to be alone and, and just kind of honoring, you know, what these natural cycles and flows mean. So that's what I'm going to be doing here. So with this one, you know, Jupiter's going into Leo and what, why I was leading up to that is that Jupiter in Leo, uh, I'm writing an article on it right now. So I'll let you know on the podcast when that is ready, but it's really kind of birthing this thing like even more so than the past like year and a half, two years have where we just are realizing I want to be happy and you know I want to um, figure out what that thing is that I can do to be balancing my life in a way so that I'm able to make an income from something that feeds my soul and doesn't drain me and make me think I'm a loser and something's wrong with me. So uh, Jupiter and Leo is really going to be bringing that flavor of what is it that you'd really like to do. So this is going to be a really big topic for all of us for the next year. And how the placements of the planet today are is that that kind of thing is going to be really big on our mind by the end of the day, you know, whether it's through frustrating situations with others or, you know, um, things that just uh, spontaneity that just like come to us that kind of better align us because a lot of this is with remembering, you know, really remembering. That's why I was like, when I was a kid, I used to da 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 because it is like you remember that you enjoyed doing these things, but somewhere between then and now, you were fed the message that you can't make a living doing that or that that's not, there's not a job from that or something just, you know, puts you onto a different path that wasn't really the path of your soul. It was the, it was the uh, opinions of others who are also basing their everything on what other people have told them. So basically you were, you know, even like I think I've told you, well, if you've been following me, you know that my first um, college professor, because I always knew I was a writer. I love to write, oh, you know, just to express emotions and whatever happened is <laughs> the most exciting thing ever. But um, my first professor told me that I wasn't a good writer and like flat out asked, you know, is there another major you would like to pursue? So it did stop me in my tracks with ever sharing writing again or with ever dreaming that I could be a writer. So right now there's things like that on your mind where you're like gosh this person told me I couldn't do that and I went and took that energy and now have been manifesting it so especially with this whole year with Jupiter and Leo we're really going to be you know we already have been you know going back and seeing where we've had false messages put it into us or seeing where other people's um, opinions of limitation 
um, have been absorbed by us and now we're walking these fearful, you know, limited lives that aren't really making us happy. So first we had to go back and see this stuff, you know, first we had to go back and see where this came from. And now we're just going to start getting stronger and more courageous and more determined to really live a life of happy and joy and oh my gosh like you can be happy every day it's crazy to think this but it's not a really a lofty um, thing like you'd think it's not as lofty as you've been told put it that way and it's just you know sometimes just a couple little tweaks of your path a couple little like openings to gosh I really like doing that and, you know, in these podcasts, we're going to be talking so much about how I don't want you thinking about how to make money from it. I don't want you thinking about how this could possibly be something that's sustainable, how you could possibly get it out into the world. Like all those factors are not even your job. Those are like the great mysteries job. And what you're being checked on is that you love what you're doing. And that you just get, you're in that abundant energetic space when you're creating. So everything is moving us to that in the world. And that does mean many things fall away. You know, many new things come to us. Lots of changes for sure. We do have to change a lot of things about us. It can be so much like diet, exercise. Um, mostly though, everything is going to be in the mind. So most of the changes that we do have to make are in believing in ourselves and believing in our gifts and, you know, believing that we really can live a life of joy and bliss and substance and, oh my gosh, life feels valuable. Like, that's my point here is that I'm going to bring that to you guys. I'm going to bring the value, bring the joy, bring the bliss, bring the purpose to your life through this tweaking rewiring of your mental space on a pretty day daily basis I'm not going to commit to every day but I'm going to try to at least try to get to five days where I can be reaching you and planting a new seed and soon there'll be so many of these you can just go back and listen to them so today is going to be emotional for sure it can be a blissful it can be a shocking but no matter what understand that this is a destiny times one the moon is in conjunct with the north node and I really like in conjuncts that's one where I just feel like it's another one where a message has to come through this is actually so important and you could let it slide and think it's really not but it's something that you like a wisdom that you grow into it's kind of what I think with in conjuncts I always think of them happening later in life so this one is where whatever does happen just remember it's somehow affecting that general path that you are to take so you know even with my friend the first thing I get this morning you know is with my friend giving me the worst news that I could <laughs> receive in my book right now <laughs> that's not such a bad if that's the worst thing that's not so bad huh but um it does rock my foundation because she's my core and she's here. But instead of getting all worked up and instead of getting all depressed and you know, instead of feeling like I'm losing something, I really do have to step back and just know that this probably means I may be going too. So it doesn't matter <laughs> that now she's gone. Um, it also means I have uh, uh, another beautiful friend to visit in Seattle and Pacific Northwest where all my friends seem to be moving right now um, 
So there's ways to just look at this stuff positively. So I think what I'm telling you is, yes, things may rock you, shock you, but just know that this is aligning you to a different path. And it's not something bad. It's not something, even if you got fired today, that would mean something really big (laughs) with how your path is changing. But there would be absolutely no reason to have fear into it. And um, the Jupiter and Leo will talk about more. And let me just look at the chart real quick and see if anything comes out. Um, Know, too, that with the... um, with the mercury coming back to that position where it was when it went retrograde like do understand that this is uh uh you've you've collected your data you know you you have all this data that is now like put together what needs to change where you need to move forward um you're at a really big understanding point from all the retrograde action actually from the whole year and beyond I think in the last of December so around the solstice when Venus went retrograde so you're really like at that point of okay I have all this information now of what new path I need to take that's more honoring of me and now is just a really perfect time to start the steps to move towards this new path So do also know that everything that's starting right now is really important. Everything that's starting right now is really aligned with you. So if you're starting some new class or something, even like with my friend, you know, who's moving out there, you know, to the West Coast, um, this too, this means something really important. And I told her too, she's going to win a Nobel Prize, like, I already had that psychic hit like you're going to I don't know what that means or what you have to do to do it. But she is a total brilliant babe, you know. So this too means something there is going to further align her and activate her to live this very serious existence. She has this time around where that brain of hers is really going to give back some things that can change the state of where we are like I even said like wonder if you can do something with Fukushima wonder if you can create something with the waters <laughs> so know that right now this is important times and you know what I wanted to tell you about the the Rufus hummingbirds so okay so anyway the hummingbirds you know they start coming into town I don't know when it was was April or something and you know, this year I was really committed to um, having it where there was harmony on the on the hummingbird feeder because every year I could never get more than one or two on it. And I know that it's something with your energy. So it's something with the energy you have that can create this place that is a hummingbird heaven. And I was at someone's house out here once who had a hummingbird haven. And... Um, And there was like 300 of them. I mean, I'd never in my life seen that many totally harmonious, blissed out, cooperative hummingbirds. So every year I've been trying to manifest this. So this was the very first year that I actually did it. I mean, like so many times during the day, you'd go to the feeder and there's like eight of them all lined around it and all different breeds, you know, but there was just joy, joy, joy. And every morning, like I'd wake to hear them and I would wake with such like, oh my gosh, life is so magical, you know, because one thing about hummingbirds too is that, you know, people don't swat them away and like, eh, get away from me, (laughs) you know, 
they don't do that with hummingbirds it's almost like a rainbow you know how we go hummingbird you know they are joy and happiness so anyway what happens every year is uh, later on there's this migrating uh, um, type of hummingbird called the rufus and they're smaller than everybody else they have these really kind of bright orangish bodies so they're really easy to see flying around and they have a shimmering kind ofness to them and but anyway they come to town and they find a hummingbird feeder and then it becomes full-on war where they will not let anybody else in and it doesn't matter if that feeder is full or empty it's theirs and nobody is going to touch it and basically they spend their entire day attacking away other hummingbirds and you know, I noticed that with the, with my little friendly hummers that, you know, they would start to get a little panicked when it was low. You know, they'd start coming to my windows and to like let me know that the feeder's getting low because this is their life. You know, that sugar water is what keeps them alive. And they have to constantly be finding this and fueling up you know, kind of like being out on the desert and looking for gas. Like they do have to be focused on, you know, manifesting that thing that is their livelihood. Like without it, they die and they, and they can die quickly. Even it's like they starve to death. They need this for the fuel to be such high vibrating, buzzing blessings, you know? So anyway, with the Rufus, I was really going into a lot of introspective space. Cause I was like, okay, let me try to understand these guys, you know? Cause I was like, it's kind of scarcity related, but it's not, you know, because they can see that feeder is full and they're keeping everybody from it. You know, it's not that they're thinking we're about to be out. They just don't want anybody touching this golden nectar of life. And um, I also tried to look at it as aggression and like us wanting to be the only one and I'm the only one who gets this and nobody else so right there there was like a cooperation issue that came to my mind but I actually just really got it last night that you know basically this sugar water is what allows hummingbirds to live their soul's purpose <laughs> you know to be this joy and light creatures of happiness for everybody else like they need that sugar water to be this thing so they're very respectful of the hummingbird feeders you know this is the nectar of life literally for them so you know they're they're very like um honoring of I wonder if you heard that there was just a big fight out there um but they're very honoring of um, um, this thing that gives them life and that allows them to be all that they're here to be in the world, you know. And what I got from the Rufus is that the Rufus is actually not wanting to share their gifts with the world. So th there's nothing joy and happy about Rufus. Rufus is you are like flinging away and <laughs> get away from me and <laughs> get out of here <laughs> yelling out the window. Get out of here, you know, because you do. You don't want them around because they're not fun. I mean, every morning you wake up now and you just hear them shooting, chasing off all the other nice hummers who need this sugar water. So I really understood that it is about, you know, and like you can even think about that yourself. Like, where are you not allowing others to see your gifts? Where are you hiding 
things that could actually benefit the world and and make you this light being of joy that everybody wants a piece of. So what are you hiding? What are you hiding your writing? Are you hiding your artwork? Are you constantly saying that it's just not good enough? I'm not special enough. Everybody else is better. Because what I really got from the Rufus is that they're keeping that joy away. And I almost feel like it must come from a genetic thing within that hummingbird line that has just gone down lineage and lineage of time. And um, that... Um, that... Uh, and something that can help them be truer to who they are. And um, that's my little message with those guys. <sighs> because you need to look at what you're hiding and not being willing to share with the world because you've been told that you can't do something with it and um, that you can't make a living from it or that you're supposed to follow this other path that this is what we do we protect the nectar we don't let anybody else have our nectar um, you know kind of thing so yeah that's my Rufus message so see what you are cheating the world from having and I can relate to that one so much like with my writing and <clears throat> with my gifts that I do have to empower and motivate people and uh, align them to that higher vibrating way of, you know, really like making the most of what life has to offer. So me even coming forward and sharing my gifts is I was doing the same thing as that Rufus. I was protecting that thing that was my nectar and not letting every, anybody have it. But I was keeping, I was doing a disservice to this world because that kept me from allowing my joy to come out into the world from doing something that I really love to do. So that's your food for thought today. And really kind of think about what kind of disservice you're doing to the world by not believing in something that is your gift and that is your kind of life force and um, where do you need to open to being more vulnerable and sharing it and being more trusting with the universe in knowing that, you know, I was given this gift. Maybe I can't figure out a way how to bring it to fruition or to make a living from it, but I was given this gift. So I should just focus on giving the gift, feeding that gift through like sharing the hummingbird nectar. Um, sharing your stuff with people, being open to allowing this to come out into the world and not judging it or thinking that others will judge it and just aligning to that joy of doing what you love to do and allowing that to feed you. I mean, I think this is a really big time where people will take up um, old dreams of artistic inclinations you know you may start painting again you may start drawing again and a lot of those things that are so joyful will be an avenue where then your mind can come up with ways to share this stuff you know maybe creating a children's book you might not even know that's how it's going to start 
But as you keep doing this and keep creating this, another avenue to express that joy of yours will naturally and organically open up. It's another thing where you don't even have to make anything happen. It will happen on its own, but you have to follow that joy first. You have to be like all these hummingbirds that you know, they're sharing that feeder with eight other guys who are different breeds and stuff, you know, but they know that when I have joy, you have joy, <laughs> you know, when I have joy, I can be an example to show you how to have joy. So that was my little understanding of the Rufus. And it's kind of like, let me go and um, let me not be so irritated by them because <laughs> there's a lot of room for irritation when you have these attack bombs going on around the house all day long <laughs> although today has been really mellow this has been probably the most mellow day it's almost like I just came up with it last night that they're actually keeping their joy to themselves and not sharing it with the world and becoming miserable people that have to defend their thing <laughs> And, um, and not allow it to go out into the world when they could just be like the other hummers who spend their whole day like just, you know, singing through the air and playing with each other and buzzing around and exploring the world, you know. These guys are staying trapped to their home because they have to defend their thing and, you know, they're missing out on so much life. So even today that it's so quiet around here, I wonder if that means that me seeing this in a different way has actually shifted them. How cool is that? <sighs> okay. I think I'm going to leave it there. This is going to be called podcast number one. <laughs> Yay. And I'm so glad that when I was stumbling there for a minute was because the computer turned off and I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I have to like record all of this again or something. But it actually did not stop, which was a little blessing for me. But I was a little distracted there trying to figure it out. OK, my loves, I'm going to go start my day now. And you guys have a beautiful day. And I'm probably going to probably have to think of some jingle to go with these podcasts, huh? Because it seems like everybody has one and I'll have to figure that out. Some kind of, or maybe somebody out there will create one for me. This is, you know, we are in the world now of not having to wear all the hats. And a lot of times it's just mentioning things, you know, and just saying, hey, I really wish I could find someone who could make me a jingle and so that I could have some little fun opening and ending because about right now I'd be like okay and then playing the jingle <laughs> okay my loves you guys have a beautiful day and you know I'll be back tomorrow because right now I'm going to start getting addicted to this and I'll bounce out of bed every day and be like oh what are we gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about this is so much fun for me this is going to be where I'll be like every day three times a day <laughs> no I probably won't get that extreme but I could because this is too much fun and I love my microphone I did I got I think I picked a really good microphone okay anyway you guys have a beautiful day and I'll be seeing you in the morning bye